Welcome to Status Random. This is episode six. This is going to be just about panic attacks. I'm still trying to figure out panic attacks. Um, I have a control personality and these, uh, we went on vacation again to Paris. We went to Paris City Center to see the Eiffel Tower um, and do all the touristy stuff. And we went and took the kids to Disneyland Paris which was a lot going on there at once. And I tell you what, the first night we were there, I woke up every hour just having these panic attacks out of nowhere when I was sleeping. I would get up, shake my hands off, and my body felt really weird, like I couldn't breathe. And it was weird to happen in my sleep. I used to have them all the time when my levels were low for um, iron, but that was just checked. And and even though it's not 100%, it's still a little out of whack, but they're a lot better than they used to be. So for anybody that has panic attacks, this may be a trigger for you. And I apologize, but the only way for me to get through these things is to talk about these things. I believe a lot of it is from anemia and hormones, but I, again, can't figure it out because doctors don't piece together things that they should that a functional doctor can do. So I really miss having a functional doctor here that can say, you know what, think of the color red and breathe and it'll all be okay. I find it very hard to be the person I am now than the person I was, you know, 10 years ago. I had control over everything. I loved to drive. I never let anybody drive me. I had what I felt like my life was together. I had a great job. I had a social life. I had all these things. And then now when I look at it, I think, oh my God, you know, the only thing that's different now is that I'm married with kids. So what changed besides the fact of having, you know, my first delivery of my oldest daughter was very traumatic for me lots of things that happened that I can't really speak about, um, I think really changed me. And I hope that nobody that um, has kids have ever dealt with emergency C-sections. And um, we had to deliver her very fast because she was losing oxygen. She wasn't coming down or she'd come down, go back up. And it was just a nightmare. And I think that just being a parent is exhausting at times. You know, we have to take time to to do things for ourselves, but it feels like anytime I do things for my, you know, do things for myself, I feel selfish. So I'm sure a lot of you parents out there feel the same way, but I can't stress this enough that self-help and love is the biggest thing that you can have to be a good parent and a good person. I am trying to figure out why I went from loving driving to now not liking driving at all to let my husband drive everywhere. And it's, kills me because that used to be my freedom was driving. Look, I'm gonna be honest, my biggest fear in life is having a stroke or a heart attack. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've checked my heart rate when I was having those panic attacks or, you know, checking, curling my tongue and and making sure that I'm not having a stroke. Um, My mom had a TIA when our daughter, right before her first birthday, and I never really thought about strokes or anything like that. Um, But my mom was at a store And they thought she was drunk, but she was actually having a TIA. But doctors can't figure out or see how or why she had one. So that panics me a lot. My grandfather passed away when he was what's considered young from a heart attack in his sleep. And that panics me as well. You know, I think about 
when I was little, I was born with um, not really a heart problem, but a heart issue where um, I have really fast heart rate unless I exercise and then it goes normal. So my heart rate is always really high. I have this app that I can check my heart rate. And when we were in Paris, um, it kept saying AFib. But how much can you really trust an app on your phone, you know, to check your heart rate? I mean, what is it that we can do to make ourselves at ease? How do we let our subconscious mind know that everything is okay and to stop burdening yourself with these these scares and these stressors and just move past it? I've listened to so many podcasts, so many YouTube videos, and I still can't find that niche, which tells me that it was something medical, whether it's vitamin levels or hormone levels or something, but I'll have great weeks and I'll have really shitty weeks. And I find myself talking myself like, okay, you're going to drive this place and you're going to be fine. You're not going to get an ocular migraine. You're going to be, you're going to breathe. You're going to distract yourself. And then that makes me panic more. And it's like this circle of a nightmare that goes on in your head. And it's, I try to be the, the biggest and strongest parent I can. I make sure that my house is clean. You know, if I feel like if your house isn't clean, your life isn't straight. And it's slowly causing me to have more anxiety and panic. So if you have anxiety disorder or panic disorder, fill me in. Let me know what works for you. I do the EFT tapping. I do um, essential oils. I try to go to bed at a decent time. Um, But that's the other issue is I'll sleep and it'll say I'm sleeping for nine hours, but I was only restful for four of those hours. So my body is actually only getting light sleep. And I believe that sleep is where you heal yourself. You know, when you're sleeping and resting, your body's at ease and it's not stressed. I don't know about any of you guys, but I'll find myself so tense, like gripping the steering wheel so tight. And I'm like, what are you doing? There's not a bear or a lion coming after you. Why are you panicking? Why is your body confusing itself? I know it has something to do with if something happened in that time before in the same situation, your body always remembers it. I am one of those people where like, I'll hear about a young celebrity dying and I'll Google and Google, what did they have? Oh my, and I'll keep rechecking to see, but I have to realize that we're all our own people. Everybody's going to die one day. The thing about life is you never know and that scares the shit out of me. My biggest anxiety is probably thinking that I'll be taken away from my kids and that terrifies me. So that's something I have to deal with inside, you know. We have a happy lamp at home when your vitamin D levels are low. I I use the happy lamp. I am not the best at exercising, even though I love yoga so much. Just am not the best at staying with it. I'm tired 24-7. I mean, tired 24-7. I wake up tired, but I'm wired at 9 o'clock. So I know my adrenals are off and stuff. But what is it that you do to help deal with these things? Because I know everybody's different. And we're all our own, each, you know, different individuals. And I'm just trying to figure out this common way, I should say, to be positive thinking and think, oh, that chest pain, just breathe through it. It's nothing serious. But to me, hypersensitivity is just the biggest problem I have is I can feel, you know, a little twitch in my face. I mean, I could smile for five minutes and then for five minutes, my face is twitching. It's like overexhaustion of muscles. 
it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. And I love going on vacation and stuff. And I seem to do a lot of better on vacation. But there's these little things that happen, like the constant panic attacks when I'm sleeping of all places. I don't know. I mean, there's only so much you can do before you can really figure out the niche that works. And I'm still trying to do that for the past five years. And a a lot of this stuff happened, like I said, after living that mold infested home. So it's the other thing I think about is mold on the brain and all these things that my functional doctor was helping me with that now I'm back with regular doctors who are just rely only on results and never piece together things. So it's tough, you know, with anemia, one minute your levels could be good. And then two weeks later, or five days later, you're depleted again. And they don't check you as often as you know, you want them to because I understand, you know, it's tedious to keep checking. So you have to wait three months or six months to get your levels checked. But you know your body yourself. Just be your own advocate. I mean, it's all it's you that has to take care of you. And that's another thing that I'm trying to learn is to take care of myself. Kind of like if you're in an airplane and the oxygen mass fall, they say to put it on yourself first before other people. Because how can you take care of other people if you can't take care of yourself first? So with that being said, give me some pointers. I mean, you're not a weak person if you have anxiety. You're not a weak person if you have depression. You're not a weak person if you have panic attacks. This is a part of life. And it's just finding that balance that helps you get through life and to live life to the fullest. Because let me tell you what, I want to be out there doing nature trails. I want to be out there doing all these things. But for some reason in the back of my mind, I can't get it together. But you know, I still am a great mom. My kids are fed. They're gone to school. Their house is clean. You know, they have toys. You know, everything that they need just struggle with life on a daily basis. And I'm not a depressed person at all. I just suffer from anxiety and panic disorder. So um, let me know what you do to help you and see if maybe I can try it and it works for me. But um, anyways, it's going to be Christmas soon. And again, I haven't gotten anything for anybody (laughs) because we were on vacation. But again, those are things that rack through my brain. But yeah, let me know. And I appreciate listening to Status Random Episode 6, Panic Attacks. Until next time. Bye.